Welcome to BFC Live, the daily video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. BFC Live highlights the companies, brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis sector. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com. Coming up on BFC Live, we connect with Vahan Ajamian. He is the Vice President of Capital Markets for High Tide. They are a partner of ours for our Business of Cannabis New York event, but also he has a deep background in the sector, and we wanted to get his perspective on High Tide and their expansion in the U.S. Vahan, thanks for being here. Hey, Jay. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm glad we could find time because we're going to see each other in New York because High Tide is a partner of ours for our Business of Cannabis New York event. But our history together goes back, well, it seems like a decade, but I think it was less than that. But I have a lot more gray hair since the first time we connected. Yeah, my, my, mine are starting too. So it's like dog years in cannabis, right? So. <laughs> and it feels like a marathon and a sprint all wrapped up in dog years. So it's nice to see you this way and we look forward to seeing you in New York. So you are the VP of Capital Markets for High Tide. Um, and High Tide obviously is a is the largest retail, you're going to tell me, in Canada, yeah. um, but also has a major presence in the U.S. through e-com. Tell us a little bit about the company. Sure. So I've known Raj Grover, the founder and CEO, for, you know, for five, six years now. Um, I joined the company uh, late last year, kind of October of 2020. Um, so the company has 93 stores now across the country, uh, brick and mortar, leader in terms of revenue, leader in terms of market size. Um, and we also have a big U.S. business. So in the United States, because we are tra- trade on the NASDAQ, we uh, limit ourselves to ancillary markets. So the cannabis accessories, where we are, you know, number one, number two, and um, I guess three of the top five accessories platforms in the world, as well as CBD. We recently acquired um, a ve- very successful CBD company called Fab CBD, uh, which generated about $11 million U.S. in revenue last year and uh, 4.2 in EBITDA. That's considerable. That's a... That's a big footprint of brick and mortar retail in, yes. in Canada, um, e-com in the States. And, and, it, and every week or so, or maybe even a couple of days, we, we get new announcements from High Tide. And this week we saw one uh, white label uh, sort of uh, products that you're going to be use, putting your own brand on uh, through Heritage. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so we're partnering with Heritage and, and with Luge to come out with our own white label program. So we've been considering white label for quite a while. Uh, we want to be slow and methodical and make sure we didn't just jump in and to do it just for the sake of doing it. Um, we're starting on the 2.0 products because we think that's where there's more differentiation. There's a lot of branded flour out there. Um, it's you know becoming more and more commoditized. But the 2.0 product is where we can really differentiate ourselves. Uh, we've you know evaluated a lot of LPs. Um, and uh, we found the two great ones to, to you know, start dipping our toe in the water. And White Label, um, you know, should have be able to, you know, enhance margins for us. But it's not going to be, you know, ever a situation where it's 50% of our, our, of our sales. Um, so those are the first two that should be launching, uh, call it three or four months from now. Um, and the other one we're, where there's low-hanging fruit is Fab, right? So Fab CBD, which is a very successful brand in the United States, uh, you know, the second obvious move is to bring it to Canada through, again, a partnership with a licensed producer. Um, we're kind of evaluating all that right now. Yeah. And actually, that's going to be one of the conversation points, I think, in our Business of Cannabis New York event. Is this, uh, well, I don't even know what to call it, but, but are, there, are there parallel tracks that are actually now not parallel, but are merging into a North American market? Um, regulations notwithstanding, but also sort of the brands are crossing borders, 
the the retailers i think will be crossing borders talk a little bit of how you're viewing that because obviously the regulations aren't necessarily there yet but but the world is there and consumers are there yeah so we're, we're starting to see i mean obviously canada went fully legal a couple of years ago now in the united states it's basically 50 different markets <laughs> medical recreational not quite there yet um, depending on where you are so you know what, what we're doing is we're running pretty much the same playbook we did in canada very successfully in the united states Right. And it's almost, you know, like the, you know, Amazon and Walmart model, right? We got the brick and mortar here in Canada and we got the Amazon style. It's all tech in the United States. Right. So what we did in Canada was, um, you know, the predecessor company that, uh, that Raj Grover, our CEO, started uh, over 10 years ago now was focused on accessories. So we were the largest with 19 stores, the largest brick and mortar accessories company in Canada. And we were able to leverage those relationships, leverage those customers and make uh, turn it into the number one largest uh, retail for cannabis across the country, right? And I think the same plan is happening in the United States. But of course, now that we're a, done, a dozen years later, you don't necessarily want to be number one in brick and mortar in the United States for accessories. You want to be, you know, three of the top five, which we are online accessories, right? That's, you know, the world has obviously changed. So, but the playbook is pretty much the same. We continue to get do everything we can that's federally legal, continue to sell CBD, continue to sell accessories, grow that business. We had about over 100 million site visits last year in our, uh, our online platforms. We serve over two and a half million customers that we have our database on and we regularly have good touch points with. These people use cannabis. Um, and uh, I think, you know, once we get the, the federal approval or the exchange approval, I suppose, whichever comes first, we'll be able to, you know, turn that on to selling uh, cannabis, uh, you know, legally um, once, uh, once we're able to do so. Yeah, and it's going to be exciting to, to sort of have these conversations, exactly you said, sort of in New York, uh, which is an emerging market, they're right on the cusp, but also the sphere of influence of New York as it relates to New Jersey, to Massachusetts, to Connecticut, to Vermont. And actually the whole East Coast and the country as a whole is tremendous, which I think will be part of the conversation as well. And like, for sure. Like, I mean, and, it, and, and New York, as I said, is a leading market in the United States. And, and the good thing with us is we have customers everywhere, right, right in all 50 states. So, you know, depending on how regulations are written, we'll probably have to get our own state license or maybe partner with somebody who's through a JV who has a license there. But, you know, we can turn, you know, geographically through tech, you know, certain states on or off, depending on what our positioning is in that state um, and what the state's uh, regulatory situation is. So you know, New York is obviously a huge market that, that, that we're focused on. Yeah. And I think it, it, a lot of people are, of course, it's just this like, um, and I, I, you know, I'd rather, if I was a company, I'd rather be in a position having rolled out, you know, a hundred stores in Canada, having a big e-com presence in the States. Like that seems to be a major competitive advantage. I want to see or sort of think about how you view it because like operating cannabis retail stores, dispensaries, is not easy, right? Like they're, it's really challenging and you gotta be a great retailer. You have to understand what the consumers want. You gotta be able to hire and train the right people, but scaling that is really hard. Like talk a little about that experience and what you think that'll lend itself to in, in New York or other markets as they develop. For sure, to your point, being the largest in Canada, there's so much learning we've had to do and Canada is a difficult market, right? If you look at number of stores per population and zoning restrictions, advertising restrictions, et cetera. In the United States, I mean, there's certain states that are much better markets in terms of you know, the regulatory structure, the economics, the you know, supply demand uh, you know, dynamics that are happening there, right? So I think you know, one thing we, look, we, we like to say is if we can make money in a place like Alberta, which is you know, very, very saturated, 
um, you know, we should be able to do much better in the United States and we can bring that learning down there uh, where markets in certain states are, you know, frankly superior in, ter in terms of the setup. Um, and, and in terms of the how we would do it again, we would leverage our, our accessories first, that would be kind of the low, lowest hanging fruit. And then we'd probably look to acquire, you know, maybe a small chain in a certain, you know, state or one or two of the states that we, that we find attractive and then learn the nuances of the U.S., um, in, in that particular state versus Canada, and then look to grow that. So we'll have both the brick and mortar and the online business. A lot of Canadian companies are talking about doing that, but you know, frankly, a lot of them have entered into these, you know, option type agreements that hey, if and when something happens, we can do this. Or if and when something happens, we can do that. But that's fine. We can do those too. But right now, through accessories and CBD, we're generating over fifty million dollars a year in revenue profitably in the United States. So we're not just sitting on our hands. The U.S. business is growing, not just waiting for the if and when there's you know regulatory change. Well, it's great to hear the playbook. Great to hear the strategy. Look forward to seeing you in New York as always. And uh, I guess we'll be uh, potentially on the same Porter flight from Toronto on down. But Vahan, I appreciate the time. We look forward to connecting with you down there. And thanks for your sponsorship. Thank you so much. Looking forward to it. That was Vahan Ajamian from High Tide. If you like this program, please rate and review us wherever you heard the show. It helps support the work we do. We're able to do what we do because of our ongoing partners, including Alterna Savings, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, CanDelta, Gallagher, Headset, and Torque Mains. Find out all that we do at businessofcannabis.com.